Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of the Define University podcast. I'm Lindsay, the host of the podcast, and I'm so excited to dive in today and just share with you something that I personally have gone through over the last couple of days. And it's really more about how I kind of rebound from a more maybe challenging day, maybe a more difficult day. And I'm also going to get into why I don't love those terms in terms of defining our days. Um, But I think many of you, as well as myself, we do tend to fall to label things. And, And so for the sense of today's episode, that's really what I I'm going to be doing. I'm going to, I'm going to share with you four steps that I take um, after maybe one of those days that kind of gets deemed a more difficult day or a tougher day. Um, And honestly, this stemmed from this past week. So I am recording this on Sunday. It is February 13th. Um, We are getting ready to watch the Super Bowl tonight. We've got Valentine's Day tomorrow. And I really felt, you know, when I sat down to record today and I asked myself, what do I want to share? I immediately came to this past Friday, so just a couple of days ago. Um, actually, it, it started Thursday afternoon. So Thursday afternoon, some things happened at work that were um, challenging, that were very um, on a higher level of stress. That then carried into Friday. And all day Friday was what I would then define one of these more kind of quintessential, you know, tougher days. And I found myself very grateful throughout the day, and I'm going to explain more about this, but I found myself very grateful through the day for all this mindset work and mindfulness and just emotional resilience work that I've done. Because while it was a very stressful day, while there were tears shed, while there was frustrating moments, I was able to continue through my day. I was able to keep my momentum moving through the day to where that tough day did not define me. I stayed in control of defining the day. And Saturday and today, they have been great days. They have been productive days. They have not been kind of the doom and gloom days that typically in my past would have followed a day such as Friday. And hopefully that makes sense. So what I really want to share with you today are, again, these four steps that I took on Friday to help myself both kind of rebound from these situations, but also to keep my momentum moving forward so that I stayed in control. And I think just even saying this out loud, that's really the the theme of today's episode is kind of how do you stay in control? How do I stay in control of defining my day when maybe everything externally is not going how I intended or is not going the way that I had planned? And how do I stay in control and continue to define who I am in each moment that I'm that I'm present instead of letting the day define me? Because here's what used to happen. I'm going to be real. Years ago, when I did not do this work, those days defined me not just for that day. Those days define me day in and day out. So if it was on a Friday, I might as well could, you know, kiss the weekend goodbye because 
that day defined me, which meant that was the teacher I was going to be on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. And I let single days or single hours, even sometimes single conversations define who I was, which then led to who I was going to be in the future. And that's just not how the world works (laughs) or so I've learned, right? I did it for years. Once I learned that I actually get to control it all, I get to control the meaning, I get to control the lessons, I get to control the understandings, and I take the time to do that, well, then everything kind of shifts into place. And so I was able to use these strategies that I'm going to jump into right in in just a couple seconds. And I was able to keep my day moving forward, even though many many things challenged me. Maybe that's a better way of saying it many things challenged me throughout the day than they had earlier in the week. The other thing that I think is really important before I jump into these is I am not, I'm not going to share with you what the challenges were. And there's two reasons for that. The first reason is I want to try and keep some separation between my, my, my um, assistant principal position and, you know, the, the confidentiality, the situations that happen in that job and this podcast. That's, that's part one. Part two is actually, to me, I think the more, um, the more a personal reason. And that is this. I think sometimes when we hear, this is just my own personal thoughts, but sometimes when we hear what, what someone else deemed a challenging day, we automatically fall into this comparison, this comparisonitis, right? Well, if that's a challenging day for Lindsay, then oh my goodness, I can't complain about this day. Well, if that's what challenges the teacher down the hall, well, I can't, I can't complain about this. It doesn't even compare. And what I'm here to tell you is the only person that we ever want to compare ourselves to is ourselves. And so I don't want to share with you what happened because I don't want you to fall into that trap. I want you to honor whatever is challenging to you on any given day is challenging to you on any given day. It does not matter if anybody else in the world feels like that's a challenge or not. The truth is in that moment, you were challenged and that's all there is to it. Now you get to decide, am I going to let those challenges define me? Or am I going to let how I define myself through my values, through my understanding of who I am, am I, am I going to use that to then continue taking those steps forward to learn from the challenges that I'm embracing? Does that, hopefully that makes sense. All right, let's jump in. All right, so the very first thing that I did and do to rebound from, again, a quintessential tough day is grace. (laughs) And I know it sounds so simple, but here's the key with grace. And I actually talked about this with my mentorship group this weekend. I think grace, giving ourselves grace is something that we say, and I'm going to say, I'm saying we, but I really mean I, that for so long, I would say that I was doing, but it was, I was doing it at the surface level. I was saying that I was giving myself grace, but I really wasn't. I wasn't taking action on that. So when I'm saying, you know, give yourself grace, truly do actions, truly implement this, take actions that provide a a sense of grace to you. And I can't necessarily tell you what that is. However, what I can tell you or what I recommend doing is looking for this. One of the biggest red flags I see in regards to tougher days or things that challenge us is we put these arbitrary timelines on how long we should, there's that word, right? Should go. We should be challenged or or we should allow it to bother us, right? We'll say like, today was a tough day. I'm going to give myself 30 minutes and then it's going to be over. 
don't do that. <laughs> That's one of those red flags. We don't want to go there. Don't allow yourself to give this arbitrary timeline. Instead, give yourself grace and honor and trust that the time that you are processing it is the time that's absolutely needed. There's no right or wrong amount of time, but when we try and limit it and we try and force it, and this is anything, when we force anything, we're, we're literally like up against a wall, right? And so instead, what I want you to do is I want you to practice giving yourself grace without attaching some arbitrary timeline to it. And so I did that on Friday. I, I worked through a situation and I gave myself, I, I shut my office door and I gave myself permission to, to shed some tears, to allow myself to feel what I was feeling. And in about six minutes, and I only, and I only share that with you because in my head, it felt like an hour. When I actually looked at the clock, it was six minutes that I had allowed myself to, to feel and to give myself that grace of, that I needed to shed those tears before I moved into what I had next on my schedule. And did it, did it eliminate everything? No, of course not. But I felt a whole lot better and a whole lot more confident in who I was heading into the next situation because I took that time. Had I sat down and said, I'm going to give myself two minutes. I'm going to give myself 30 minutes. I didn't need, I needed more than two, but I didn't need 30. I needed six. And the next time, maybe I needed 12. And the next time, maybe I needed one. This is the, this is the difference. Our body responds based on our levels of stress from earlier in the day, right? Our understanding of the situation. And so we just have to be mindful not to give ourselves these, these, again, arbitrary timelines. I mentioned kind of already number two, but number two is we've got to feel the feelings. We've got to sit with them. And this is so uncomfortable if you're not somebody that's used to sitting with your feelings. I used to always say that I was stressed. That was my go-to feeling. That was my go-to emotion. And since I've been doing this work, I really have learned, no, if I'm not stressed, I'm angry. I'm not stressed. I'm sad. I'm not stressed. I'm disappointed, right? And really putting words or emotion, yeah, emotional words to what I'm truly feeling. Because then when we allow ourselves to actually sit and process, we, we process emotions as a human actually pretty quickly. You know, sometimes for a long time, I thought it took hours and days and, and all of this. And that's because I, again, I was saying I was feeling the feeling just like grace, but I wasn't actually feeling the feeling. Now, when I sit and process it, I can, I can get to that feeling in about 15 to 30 seconds, but it takes, it takes that mindfulness practice of actually sitting, closing your eyes and being in tune with your inside instead of all the external influence. We want to focus on the internal influence so that we know where, what am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? What's happening? How is my body responding? And so the second thing I did, and I did this several times, again, I didn't count, but at least six times throughout the day, I sat with my feelings. So I was able to process them. And when you do that, you actually release them instead of pushing them down. When we stuff our emotions in, guess what, guys? They stay in there and they stay in there for a long time. When we allow them to release, when they go through our body and then out, they're, they're released. They're released and we feel better. That, you know, that feeling or that saying, the weight has lifted. 
truly is because the weight of those emotions, you're not pushing them down, you're letting them out. The third thing I did is I sink or I anchor into gratitude. All right. And so those of you that have been following me or you've been listening for a long time, you know that gratitude is a standard I live by every day. And there's different levels and layers to gratitude that, you know, we, when I started out with gratitude, it was, I was grateful for just the things in my life. You know, I was grateful for my husband, for my daughter, for my home, for a car, for money in the bank, you know, all of the, the needs and wants basically that I was surrounded by. But as I've grown as a coach, as an educator, as a human being, my awareness of gratitude has also grown. And so now I'm grateful for the headaches because they remind me that I've got to slow down and probably drink some more water. I'm grateful for the cramps in my belly because they remind me that I'm carrying, you know, our, our next child. I'm grateful for the tears that shed because I know a lesson is, is, is looming. I'm, I'm going to learn a lesson pretty soon. And I'm pretty excited about that. So learning to anchor into gratitude for everything has truly been a game changer for me. The other thing I did on Friday is I, I went back to some of those basic gratitudes. I am grateful for a supportive uh, principal. I am grateful for this position. I am grateful for my schooling. I'm grateful for my knowledge. So that as I went through the day and my inner critic and my inner champion were having this tug of war conversation between themselves. I talked a little bit about that in the episode from last week. To, to drop that rope, I had to give the inner champion language to speak those language of my values and what I'm grateful for. And when that voice is louder than your inner critic, well, then your inner critic goes away for a little bit. And so I really anchored into gratitude uh, for the day. And then the, the last thing, and this, this really happened later in the day on Friday. Sometimes this is one of those steps that does happen maybe the next day or a couple days, or again, there's no timeline for this, but it's, focusing on the lesson being learned. So every time we are challenged, every time that we are kind of pressing against maybe a barrier, there is a lesson to be learned. That's what it is. And until that lesson is learned, we're going to keep re-experiencing that challenge or that trigger in different but similar ways until we identify the lesson. And so for me, that lesson did come later on through reflection, through both kind of written reflection, but mostly a lot of auditory, auditory reflection, which was me, just me talking to myself um, in my office after school. And what it came down to without sharing, again, too much information was I had, um, I didn't trust myself in a situation earlier that day. I didn't trust my gut. I didn't trust what I knew. I didn't trust that intuitive pull that I was feeling. And again, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but that was the lesson to learn. The lesson to learn was trust from within, trust in my intuition, trust in my knowledge, trust in my pulls, trust in who I am in every situation. Because when I do that, then I'm moving in a direction where, again, I'm defining each moment. The moments aren't defining, aren't defining me. And so once you figure out that lesson, whew, talk about that boulder coming off your shoulder. Talk about, you know, feeling expansive. Talk about feeling in control. That, that's it. But we can't get to the lesson if we aren't willing to do the other pieces first. 
This is very similar to the four A steps, the, the A steps I talk about pretty often, and that's awareness, acceptance, acknowledgement, and then action. The lesson is kind of that action-oriented piece, but I can't get there until I'm aware of what's going on. I'm aware of my emotions, aware of my feelings. I accept what's going on. I acknowledge, right? Acknowledge the gratitude, but I also acknowledge that something is happening, and then I can unpack the lesson that, that the universe is truly teaching me. So there you have it. Those are the four lessons that I, or the four steps that I take, um, again, after that tough day. And, you know, what you call these days is totally up to you. I mentioned earlier in the episode, I don't love calling them that. Um, and the only reason, again, is I want you to make sure the language you're speaking about your days is serving you, is defining you. It doesn't serve me to call an entire day a challenging day. It was a day with challenging moments. It was a day with tough spots, right? Tough moments. It was a day with some uh, stressful moments, but the entire day was not challenging. The entire day was not tough. The entire day was not good or bad. And I think very often we fall into these good or bad um, patterns. And I just want to always encourage you to think about going beyond what you've always done, right? Go beyond the language you're used to using. Reframe those days. Instead of a tough day, it was a day filled with moments that maybe challenged you. And just see by using this language, how does it feel? How different does it feel? How different does your outlook how different is your mindset? Um, because I noticed when I started changing the language I was using, everything else kind of shifted too. So again, not to say if you're calling days tough that you are wrong in any sort of the way. I just want to always push you, the listeners of Define You, to, to expand, right? Continue expanding and evolving. That's why you're here. Um, I'm hoping is that you want to continue to personally grow, professionally grow, and continue to expand your mindset from the inside out. Well, in order to do that, we've got to do different things. We can't be expansive if we've always done, if we keep doing what we've always done. So there's a couple of tips for you, hopefully in this, um, in this episode, I was going to say article. It is not an article. It is an episode um, that hopefully you've got some takeaways. If you did, if you found some takeaways, would you do me the greatest honor and share this out with um, anyone that you think would, would gain some insight from listening? I would love to connect with some new listeners. I would love to connect with you. So please share it out. Make sure you tag me in it. Um, as well as head on over and give it a rate and a review and subscribe over on wherever you catch your podcast. And I would greatly appreciate it. I will see you same time, same place next week with a brand new episode coming your way. And until then, keep on loving who you are, trusting who you are, owning who you are. Those will help you define who you are each and every day from the inside out. And I'll see you next week. Have a great week, everyone.